You're listening to the My Happy Mind Conversations podcast, where we talk all about how you can build your child's resilience, self-esteem, and happiness. I'm your host, Laura Earnshaw, the founder of My Happy Mind, and I am totally dedicated to helping you become the best parent or carer that you can be. We're proudly impacting over half a million children now in our programs in schools, nurseries, and homes. And today, I'm going to be sharing some of those tips with you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode of My Happy Mind Conversations. It has been a while and it's been a while because it's been the summer holidays. I've been juggling the kids, my happy mind and all the things as well as juggling a major house renovation which is getting really old. So I've now been without a kitchen for six weeks. I have a sink, a kettle and a microwave. And let me tell you, it is amazing to figure out all the things that can be cooked in a microwave. But I am very excited to get my kitchen fitted in a few weeks time and have some normality back. And I'm pretty sure my kids are too. I think there's only so many nights you can have beans on toast before they're craving something more wholesome. So it's been a chaotic summer for me so far, but all good and all will be worth it in the end. So here we find ourselves at the end of August, nearly the beginning of September. And for some of you, your kids will have already returned to school. If you're in Scotland or Ireland or elsewhere in the world, I know in the US you guys go back sooner than England too. And if you're in England, they'll be about to go back. So you'll have been in the zone of new school shoes, new school uniform, the all exciting stationery shopping. I mean, I'm going to be honest, I absolutely love the stationery shopping, particularly with my daughter, who's as into it as I am. My son's less bothered, but it's all of that stuff, isn't it? And all of the kind of the getting ready from a physical perspective. But of course, what I want to talk to you guys about in particular today is getting ready from an emotional perspective. And in my last episode, episode 60, I talked about school transitions and some of the things that we can think about for a smoother ride. So definitely check that episode out if you haven't um, already. But the reason I wanted to record something on this today is actually not necessarily to talk about tips for your kids, because I've done a load on that. And in fact, I'll link under this episode to a series we've done with Ladybird on five top strategies to supporting your children when they return to school. So I'll link to that um, just underneath this episode so you can check that out. Because, of course, that's super important and there's some really specific things that we can do that will absolutely help your children on that journey. But what I want to talk about today is what does it mean for you, right? So as parents and carers, and I know we have lots of teachers listening as well, what does back to school mean for the adults? And the reason this is something that is really, really close to my heart is that I know that for many of us as parents or carers or teachers, we put so much energy, so much emotional energy into helping our kids be okay and making sure that they have a great start, making sure they have everything they need. And of course, all of that is super important. But what's as, if not more important, is looking after you. And so I want to talk a bit today about what does back to school mean for you? And how can you transition yourself from the summer holidays and all that that brings 
into this next kind of phase of the year, you know, between kind of now and Christmas time. And I think this is particularly important because summer holidays in general are, of course, wonderful. They're filled with lots of memories. They're filled with lots of good times. Hopefully you've had an amazing summer. But it can be a juggle, right? It's a transition for parents, carers and teachers because we go from one state and from a parenting perspective, this is particularly around, you know, kids being in a routine and being in school five days a week if they weren't in lockdown, to then just being off, right? And all of a sudden we're managing activities, we've got them at home more, they're eating at home more, they're lounging around more. If it's anything like my house, there's more days when they're in their PJs till lunchtime. It's a different pace, right? It's a different pace. And so when they're in school, the routine is very clear. Things seem quite organized. The weeks just fly by as a result. Then obviously we have the weekend as downtime and then it's back to it. And so I think when we've had an extended period of time off over the summer, a number of weeks for most of us, transitioning back into the school year is chaotic, right? It's a transition that they go through, but it's also a transition that we go through. And so I think it's as important that we're investing in our children through that transition and making sure they're okay as it is to invest in ourselves through that transition and make sure that we're okay. And the reason, of course, that this is so important is that our own mental health is such a big determining factor on our children's mental health. How we are determines how we show up for our kids. And if we're feeling exhausted and stressed and tired and burnt out and we don't act on that, then what we're showing our kids is that it's normal to feel all of those things. And what we want to do with our kids, with all of the emotions that we experience, is to help them see that there are a range of emotions that we can feel at any one time, but there are strategies that we can use and that we can um, adopt to support us when we hit one of those one of those difficult times. And this can be a really interesting time, this back to school journey, because for many of us, when our kids go back to school, we have to then recalibrate our routines whether you're a stay-at-home parent or you work, everything shifts again, your routine shifts again. And one of the things that's really, really important and helpful for you to do is just to take a pause, (laughs) take some time to reflect, and actually very consciously re-establish those routines for yourself. So what does that look like? Well, let me give you an example. I have just had my kids off, or they're still off right now, but they'll be going back to school right around when this episode um, goes live. And they've been off for over eight weeks. And during that eight weeks, we've been very lucky to get away for a holiday. um, And they've done a couple of kind of camps and things, but my kids aren't really into that. They prefer to be at home. And so the pace has been slower um, for them. They've really enjoyed that downtime. I've still been working. So I've still been juggling a team, a business, and all that comes with that also been living a building site which has come with its challenges so I have felt like being totally honest with you that I've been kind of in a bit of survival mode this summer I've been trying to make sure everyone's okay I've been trying to make sure everything's happening as it needs to happen and that all of my different ducks are in a row and I'm exhausted as a result because my routines my daily things that that I do normally when the kids are in school to keep me sane and to keep my emotional health in check I haven't been able to do them all 
And so what I really look forward to with back to school is getting that routine back in place and re-establishing those kind of self-care rituals or healthy routines, whatever you want to call them, re-establishing those. Because I can deal with eight weeks of slightly chaotic juggling, but I can't deal with that 365. I would just burn out. So I'm very intentional about saying for this summer period, it's going to be crazy, it's going to be hectic, and that's okay. But now the summer period is coming to an end and moving into this next chapter of kind of between now and and Christmas time, I'm going to reestablish those habits. So for me, here's what that looks like. I love to go on a daily long walk with my dog, so for at least an hour. And I love to listen to one of my favorite podcasts, okay? So that might be a business podcast. It might be a true crime podcast. I'm going to be honest, I love my my true crime. Or it might be um, an audio book or whatever, right? But I like to go for a long walk of at least an hour every day. I can't do that when the kids are off because I can't leave them at home on their own. And when they come with me, after about half an hour, they're starting to whinge. And obviously, if they're with me, I'm not listening to a podcast. I'm talking to my kids. So that's one of the things that I really value in my daily routine that gets put to one side in the summer. I just can't do it in the way that I like to do it. Another example is that I really, really enjoy my exercise, right? I really enjoy exercise. I have a Peloton bike, which I have often posted about on my social media. I've had it nearly three years. I love it. And I really like to do a Peloton at a certain time in the day, which I can't do when the kids are off school, right? Because it happens to fall at a time in the day when they need me. So again, I've got out of that routine and I'm looking forward to getting that bit of the routine back. I also really, really love to get my work done between when the kids get on the school bus and when the kids get off the school bus, right? So I have a really intense day. They get on the bus at about 20 to eight, they get off the bus at about 20 past four, and I get everything I need to do done, broadly speaking, in those hours, which means my evenings are for them and for me. Not in the summer holidays. (laughs) So my routine has been, I've been getting up at six. In fact, I've been getting into the office at six, so I've been getting up earlier than six. I've been working through till one, then I go home so I can do something with the kids in the afternoon and my husband has the kids in the morning and we swap. So that's been my routine, which means that I then have more to do in the evenings. So my work day's all messed up, right? So all of these examples that I'm giving you are not to tell you about my life because that's pretty boring, but are more to illustrate how during this summer holiday period, my routines have had to change and that's cool and that's okay and I'm more than happy to do that. I'm also looking forward to getting my routines back in place when the kids are in school. And what I want to urge you to consider and urge you to think about, because some of you might not have this awareness yet, right? This could be happening quite subconsciously, is what are the routines and the things that you really value in your day-to-day life that help you to look after your own mental health, that help you to look after your own sanity, that have slipped, right, because of the summer holidays? There will be things that have slipped, for sure. There'll be things that you can't do right now because the kids are off. There'll be things that you would like to be doing more of that you can't because the kids are off. But once they're back, it's the perfect time to re-establish those routines. So the reason I want you guys to take a pause, whether that's right now or in a week or so when they're back, is to give yourself the space and the time to re-establish those routines. And just some really helpful prompts um, that you can use to help you think about this are as follows. So number one, what are the things that I love to do for my own emotional and mental health 
that I haven't been able to do this summer? Simple, right? But what are the things that you've not been able to do that you know you really value? What's one thing I could start to reintroduce each day that would bring me joy? I mean, what a wonderful question to be asking ourselves. What's one thing I could be doing once a day that's going to bring me joy? And once you've answered that question and you're able to think about that, what you're able to start to do is craft some experiences for yourself on a daily basis that are going to bring you joy, right? And this can be something really small. It could be something as simple as having a bath every night. It could be something as simple as making a fresh fruit smoothie every morning. You know, whatever it is that's going to bring you joy, try and find time to do it. And then the third prompt that can be really helpful is what else can I shift now I have more routine to better look after my emotional health? Now, all of these prompts are intentionally open, right? And I'm not giving you too much guidance because everybody's self-care plan or mental health plan or healthy habits, right? They all look different and they should because we are all unique individuals and we all have very different needs. So for some people, the idea of like a long walk every day with a true crime podcast, which gets me very excited, is their idea of hell. And that's okay, right? It's, it's you know, everyone's different and that's fine. So these prompts and the reason I'm asking you to use them are intentionally open so that it helps you to kind of define what that might look like for you. And if you can get to that place, if you can get to that clear definition of what good looks like for you, then you are winning. So I hope this is helpful because what I'm really trying to encourage parents and carers and teachers as well to do is to think about the fact that we've had this kind of long summer period where life's been different, particularly on the back of COVID, particularly on the back of the year and a half or whatever it is now that we've all lived through is that's all happened, right? And that wasn't necessarily something we had control over. But now it's hopefully done with, at least for now, what can I do to take control, right? And the minute we start taking control and the minute we start looking at our lives and taking decisions based on what we need and we want, everything feels so much better. So I really hope you take this pause wherever your kids are on the back to school journey and really hope that you redefine what good self-care looks like for you. I would love to hear from you on social media, particularly on Instagram, where you'll find me at my happy mind. If you've listened to this and gone, oh my goodness, that's what I need to do. I would love to hear from you. So come say hi, and I'll be back next week with more podcast goodness. Take care and I'll see you soon. Bye for now. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the My Happy Mind Conversations podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review and a comment below and I'll be back next week with more science-backed secrets to building happy and resilient children. Don't forget you can come and follow me at My Happy Mind on Facebook and Instagram. Take care.